Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. And now, it's time to get your business momentum in action. When we first decide to go into business for ourselves, we have that initial rush of excitement. The thought of being your own boss, helping people, and making lots of sales is the strong motivator. But excitement alone is not enough. Every entrepreneur needs a strategy for effectively reaching potential clients. I'm Scott Card, producer of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly with Nancy Becker. Today, Nancy and her guest, Craig Severinsen, will be talking about organic marketing. Craig has developed his client list through a direct response approach. Direct response gives the entrepreneur that organic connection with people. Craig explains how his method is the difference between having a great marketing strategy compared to a more ground-level approach that multiplies actual sales. As you listen in on Nancy and Craig, you will learn proven, valuable tips for boosting sales in your business. Let's join our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker, and her guest, Craig Severinsen. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a radio podcast that talks to business owners for business owners, where we share their go-to aha moments and tools and strategies that they use regularly in their business to get their business moving ahead doing successful things. Today, we are talking with Craig Severinsen, who is a specialist in helping entrepreneurs attract more clients for their business. He helps people to grow their business faster than they think possible so that they can focus on what they really love. Craig's programs have helped entrepreneurs make between 30,000 and 100,000 in just three months using only organic social media strategies. Based out of the greater St. Louis area, Craig lives with his wife and four kids. Together, they are constantly exploring new sports and hobbies. Welcome, Craig. Hey, thanks, Nancy. Thanks for having me. I'm really happy to have you on here today. Craig is actually one of my mentors and my coach, and so I'm waiting to hear all the wonderful things he has to say as much as everyone else. I know that he really knows what he's talking about and that when people do the things he suggests doing, our businesses do grow. I'm seeing that as we speak today. So everybody get out your pens and paper and listen to the wonderful words of wisdom. Okay, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. All right. Um, I'm going to start out by just asking you, because I think it's an interesting, and it's actually what we're doing right now in the program that I'm in. How did we first meet or get connected? And why is that something that might be important for other business owners? Yeah, so I practice what I preach and I use organic Facebook and LinkedIn to find my own clients. And that's what I teach. And that's what I help people implement is uh, using those tools to find and get clients and really 
explode their business pretty quickly. So you and I met just by uh, having a conversation, I think over Facebook, I think is where we met. Maybe it was LinkedIn. I think it was yeah, Facebook. It was, it was Facebook. Yeah. So that's, that's how we met was just a casual conversation that turned into a phone call that led us here. Yep. And that's really a, a good way for, you know, people think that when they get on Facebook or when they get on LinkedIn and they're selling their services, they think that they just have to jump into conversations and let everybody know, you know, Hey, I'm in business and I can do this to help you. But that's probably not a good way of doing things, is it? You know, there's two approaches uh, to social media. I think there's two approaches in general to marketing, right? There's the, there's the, um, the bigger, broader approach where you reach more people and that's more like branding marketing where you're doing this really wide reach, you know, in the terms of, of social media, that would be like, you know, cultivating a Facebook page and cultivating a following. Those things, excuse me, are really good, but they take time to kind of culminate and they're, they're not very controllable. Um, versus there's the uh, direct or, you know, kind of like uh, direct response or short-term marketing where you're just having conversations with people and really that drives sales and, and drives uh, getting clients. What's really interesting to me, and I was actually having this conversation earlier with somebody else, um, is that we, we as marketers tend to focus a lot on that broader approach but it actually doesn't work without your short game. Like you need to make sure you have that piece where you can actually convert people into clients so that your business can thrive. And that's a piece that we overlook a lot, but it, it's, it's really funny because it helps you in the short term because you get clients now and it helps in the long term because it makes those bigger game branding activities and marketing activities actually work. Yeah. And, you know, we, we hear a lot these days, and this is what we're, we're talking about here, I think we hear a lot these days about building relationships and, and how it's all about having a relationship with other people, you know, about um, being yourself, letting people know who you are, being authentic are some of the words that people use. And um, I think that's really part of what you're teaching and part of what we do with social media marketing these days is to reach out and you know, just be ourselves, just be real and to build a relationship before you try to sell. Yeah, right? you know, I think the days of having a Facebook page that just gets a million likes and just business pours in, those days are kind of going by the wayside. And Facebook in particular um, has made some really strong indications that they're going to stop with their algorithm at least favoring um, things like likes and really focus on true authentic interaction. Um, that's where social media is trending in general. But I mean, if you think about it, so you've got, you've got kind of two things at play here. You've got like the marketing principle and then how that principle is manifest through your tactics. So we're talking about Facebook, right? And, and, and that's like our tool of choice for how this is coming out. But the marketing principle is an age old principle of if you have conversations, true conversations with people, you know, this could be a networking event. It could be a phone call. It could be whatever um, that is going to result in sales and clients. And uh, what we're doing is just taking that marketing principle and applying it to Facebook or LinkedIn. But in general, social media and you can see this Instagram uh, not even that long ago got rid of showing how many likes a post has. 
So you can see that that sort of vanity metric is going away in favor of just being, you know, real, having conversations, talking to people. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's, it's, I, I can go around saying, hey, I've got 4,000 people on my LinkedIn, you know, uh, likes list, but how many of those do I know? <laughs> you know, there's, you know, maybe 100. And it doesn't really, I had a conversation with someone yesterday about using LinkedIn. And we were talking about that, and it really doesn't matter how many likes you have on there. If, and especially if you've had them on there for a long time and you still don't have any conversation with them, you might as well start over again because they're going to say, who are you? You know, if you reach out and try to talk to them again, they, there's never been any connection created and they don't even remember why they liked you in the first place you know so it's much better I think to have a smaller group of people that you're active with and that yeah and, yeah definitely and I think that you're uh, highlighting you know there's this disconnect between um marketing and sales that really, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you need to make sure that you understand, right? Where it's like, you need to make sure that you're, what you're doing in your marketing is actually converting into clients. And let me give you a quick example. When I first started, um, when I first started consulting, I was actually working in the nonprofit industry and I wrote an article on LinkedIn and this was back when LinkedIn used to boost these articles and stuff. And I got like three articles boosted and they had like 50,000 people reading them. And I was on cloud nine. Like I was just like, this is so cool. You want to know how many clients I got from that? One. <laughs> Zero. Zero. You want to know how many inquiries, how many leads I got? Zero. Right now compare that to what I'm doing now where I'm landing clients every single week. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not getting my articles viewed by 50,000 people, but I'm getting really engaged people who are doing really cool things and my business is growing. Which one would you rather have, right? Like, so you gotta really, and sure, we could have a conversation about vanity metrics, whether they matter or not, but like what I'm really getting at is, how is what you're doing in your marketing going to convert into a paying client? That's what really matters. Like you can't just be doing stuff. Like I was just writing articles because like I thought people were getting, I was getting quote unquote good exposure, but I wasn't getting any clients versus now I don't get as much exposure, but heck, you know, I'm getting tons of clients. Yeah. And that's, that's what you want. You know, there, there may be people that just want exposure and that's one thing, but for most of us, I think that have small businesses, heck darn, we want clients. We want money coming in the door. You know? well, yeah. And I think, you know, that this is a whole nother conversation because what you're really talking about is timing. Like uh, when does exposure and like branding, so branding is important, but like when does like big branding um, activities like thought leadership and all that stuff, when does that really truly matter? Well, it matters once you have established your business to a point where you can put time and money behind that. Right. So like, let me, let me illustrate. Like if you are below six figures or even into like the $250,000 range, right. It makes sense to have one main offering that you focus on and to consistently work to fill that, that, uh, that, that offering. Once you reach that $250,000, $250, maybe even up to $500,000, 
then you've got money and you've got a system, you've got proven processes. Now you can start looking at, okay, how do I get my brand in front of more people? How do I get that consistency on a larger scale? It makes sense to start talking about like front door offerings, lower priced offers. It starts to make sense to talk about thought leadership. It starts to make sense about doing, you know, all of these brand building things that we want to do from the beginning, but it's so much easier because you've got money to put behind it. You know, like for instance, uh, Facebook ads, right? And courses. These are things that people love to chase. Courses, Facebook ads. And they love to do it before they even have a proven product. And the problem is you can make $100,000 off of, you know, a Facebook ad to a course, but you have to invest like $40,000 up front. Do you have $40,000 up front to do that? Do you have the time to tweak your funnel? No, it's better to focus on one offering to grow yourself up to like $250,000 per year. Then once you get there, you've got the time and money to invest in that process of, of getting that wider reach. Yeah, it makes perfect sense to me. And, you know, I can see just from the, the business owner's standpoint, if I've got one thing to focus on, I'm a whole lot better off than if I'm trying to sell six things at once. Yeah, exactly. And I'm too spread apart and nobody knows what it is I'm really doing. If, well, I do this and I do this, you know, so if you can focus on one thing that may include several parts, but it's still one program, that makes a lot of sense to me. Yep. And think about how that plays into like scaling your business. If, if uh, every single person you work with is getting a custom package then, uh, then that's just tearing your business apart. It's tearing your attention apart. And, um, you know, I'm always reminded of uh, The Incredibles, the original Incredibles movie. I don't know if you've ever seen that, but there's a scene where the uh, bad guy, his name is Syndrome, is talking about his plan, right? And he's like, hey, I'm going to sell my stuff off and make everyone super. And when everyone's super, no one will be. You know, and so uh, I kind of think about that with packages. If everybody's custom, nobody's custom because that's just what you do, right? And it tears your business apart. The better way to go is to say, hey, 90% of my clients, they want this result and this process gets them that result. And then that 10% that actually need a custom plan, you can actually make it custom and you've got a baseline now so you know that you can charge higher than that, right? And so that focus really is super important. You're listening to the Business and Financial Advice Show. Don't wait till pigs fly with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. Hey, you ready to go shopping? Sure. Just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better. And with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. 
Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. What does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy, will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the Mega Group today. They're big, they're shy, they're invisible, and they fly. They're always late, they never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. We've talked a little bit about organic social media. I tend to think that Facebook is probably, for most of the, the listeners here, is probably one of the better places to, to focus. Where on Facebook do you do that social marketing? So uh, first let me answer that kind of unasked question of, is Facebook right for me? <laughs> so <laughs> Facebook is just a monster. It's just huge. Um, so the issue is all in people's heads where we've got Facebook compartmentalized as this is like a personal thing. And uh, it is possible to use Facebook personally and for business. I, I do it. Um, but when you really think about it, uh, Facebook, your clients are there. Okay. Now it's not as clearly marked as it is on LinkedIn, maybe who they are, but like there are millions of people on the, on Facebook and they are in groups and they're interacting and they're having conversations about your industry, whether or not you decide to participate. So if you know, you're thinking, Hey, is this for me or not? Yeah, it is hundred <laughs> percent. It is. And uh, go check it out. Go start looking for groups. Go start participating and you'll see it. Um, and then what was the second question? What was the real question you asked me? The question I asked is you've got, you've got, th- you got three general categories. You know, if you want to want to look at it that way, you've got your personal profile, you have a business page or mm. a fan page and you have groups if you're going to be doing the social media marketing, where, where do you go? Yeah. Where do you go? So, um, so again, this is a question of timing and where you're at in your business. So if you are, you know, 250 to $500,000 or a million dollar business, um, you're probably focusing more on driving awareness to funnels, to conversions on like a landing page, right? So if you're at that stage, then things like Facebook ads and your page make a lot of sense. However, if you're not quite at that point yet, uh, what you want to really be focusing on is engagement, one-on-one conversations, and you want to be selling your stuff through a phone call, right? So um, you're going to be using your personal profile, uh, maybe a group that you create and other people's groups basically to find and interact with people and provide great content, Do, doing Facebook lives, doing you know, posts on your wall. So yeah, you're using your personal page and groups. And if you're doing, because um, I love doing videos and I love doing Facebook lives, and um, 
I, I do some of it I do with business in mind and I'll do little, you know, five minute talks on different things or then and that I usually do on my group or on my page. And then I'll do personal Facebook lives and things like that on my personal profile, or I'll do something on say my business page and share it with my profile. Make sense. Yep. Yep. And that works. I, I mean, uh, if I, so I have a group and I have a personal page and I kind of switch off. I like to give a little bit more value to the people inside my group. So I'll go a little bit deeper. I'll tell thing, you know, I'll do things in there that like I sometimes reserve for my own clients, right? I'll just kind of be an open book more inside the group just to reward them for being there and like really to drive engagement. Um, but honestly, you get more reach on your personal profile and you, you can, you've got a little bit more control over um, how many people are in that kind of ecosystem. So you want to be generous there as well. Like both places are really important. You want to view your group as kind of like a uh, incubator, right? Like it's kind of a more of a long-term plan where you can provide value and get people moving along. And, uh, you know, they're going to be dropping through throughout the year in terms of like getting clients one or two or three or four uh, per year from a group is probably pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I love, Interesting for me, most of my people are on my page and then I do try to switch them over to the group and that sometimes is slow going, but I get a lot of work done on my page. So, you know, I'm not, I'm not really sure about the, um, you know, all the different numbers and everything with that, but I think it's interesting the dynamics of how Facebook works and I, and I spend hours. I really do spend hours on Facebook, but for me, it's not, I'm not looking at dog pictures. I'm not, you know, I'm not doing all of those kinds of things. I'm actually jumping in groups that I belong to and reading the people's posts and commenting on them and, you know, and then getting on my groups and sharing things. It, and I think it needs to be said that we cannot do something and have it necessarily happen overnight. You know, we all jump into things, do it once or twice, don't get any result from any of it, and then we move on to the next thing. Yeah, and I think that you're, you're highlighting a, a really important marketing principle for your business, and that is focus. Um, what typically happens if, if you're not managing this in your business is like, we'll do exactly what you just said. Like we start on one thing, like let's say we try this Facebook thing Craig's talking about on this podcast and then like we don't get results immediately. So then the next day we're writing articles on LinkedIn and then like the next week we're, we're uh, going to networking events and then we're trying to do like speaking and then we're trying to like, and we're just like doing a million different marketing tactics. And the truth is, is that you never did any of those marketing tactics past the surface level. And so you've got to focus in, like all of those work. There's a million different marketing tactics and they're popular because most of them work. <laughs> like that is the truth. Um, what you, the trick is, is that you've got to focus in on like one to three and be like, I'm going to master these, right? So for instance, Facebook, like I, uh, I did a Facebook live a couple months ago and my grandpa, <laughs> my grandpa was watching and he, he's, he, uh, I went and visited him. This is why it's on top of mine. Cause I went and visited him like last month and he said, Hey Craig, did you see that post I put on your live video? And I had, and I said, Oh yeah, I think you said it was too long. 
And he said, yeah, you were repeating yourself. And I just thought, hey, if anyone can tell you the truth, it's grandpa. So I'm going to tell you this video is too long. It's like, okay, thanks, grandpa. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, what you don't know, grandpa, is that if you want engagement on your Facebook video, you got to go for like 10 minutes on your live video. And you've got to repeat things because people are jumping on and off. And I'm providing great value and I love you, grandpa, but you're not my target audience, right? Yeah. So, so like that sort of knowledge comes from me focusing on Facebook and mastering that tactic. Now I know how to manipulate it in order to get clients. And like I said, I'm getting clients on a consistent basis. I, I have people working with me are making, you know, 30 to a hundred thousand dollars in three months because of these same tactics. They focus in, they master them, they work on them. Right. So, um, you know, two principles, I guess. One, don't listen to people who aren't uh, your target audience and aren't entrepreneurs, right? Love you, Grandpa, if you're listening to this. And uh, number two is uh, make sure that you focus your marketing. Like, don't don't run. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's the old parable? It's the uh, the donkey running from one haystack to the other. Every time he gets to a haystack, he sees something better, so he runs to the next one. He gets there, he runs to the next one. He never eats, and he eventually dies of starvation, even though there's food all around him. Yes. Same thing with your marketing. If you keep running to the next tactic, you never get the mastery you need to win. Absolutely. And I just actually did a Facebook Live a couple of days ago on consistency. Not only do you have to keep to one or three things, but you have to do it regularly. You know, and it's like, I may not do a Facebook Live every day, but I know that I do on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I do it at the same time so that people know, you know, when to hear me. this podcast. I interview people all week long, different times, different hours, different days, but people know they can hear it first going out of the, you know, the stall on Thursday evenings. It's, you need to be consistent in what you're doing. And that's exactly what you're talking about. You need to do this. Yeah. And you know, I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, and I'm going to say something that it's going to seem like I don't agree with you, but I do a hundred. So I'm going to, I'm going to preface this by saying I a hundred percent agree with you. Um, but I think that we say stuff like that and people are like, Oh man, Craig's got it all together. Like, of course you can be consistent. So he's got it all together. So I'm going to point this out to you. I am horrible at consistency. I'm horrible at it. I, it's one of my biggest struggles. And um, <laughs> I even set a goal for in my Facebook group to be live every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central. And uh, in the last four weeks that I have committed to that, I have not started at 11 a.m. Central once. It's always like 11.05, 11.10. And like 15 minutes before, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do it this week. And then I'm like, no, I promised I got to do it. So here is, you know, my, if you're like me, here is the ray of light. You know, you don't have to be perfect and uh, you can be human and you can struggle. But as long as you're focused on one marketing tactic or two marketing tactics, you can make it work, Right. And uh, yeah, I get, I've been called uh, the marketing maverick. And it's funny to me because uh, the reason why I've been called that is because I do things differently because I'm so focused on results. But like, I'm not doing, you know, maverick conjures up this idea of like, I'm doing like these crazy marketing tactics nobody's ever th dared to do before. No, I'm doing like tactics that are super simple and that people are, it's like a no brainer for them. But we're focused and we're doing it differently than most people because we're focused. 
Yeah, absolutely. And actually, a part of a part of the Facebook Live I was doing was talking about, yeah, I know, uh, you know, I know it's hard to do and, and all of those kinds of things. But at least if you say you're going to do it and you think about doing it and you try to do it, then, you know, that, that's a start. So I, I understand what you're saying about that, too. And there are just some days when I go, oh, geez, I just don't want to do this, <laughs> you know, but you, you try to, and, and the bottom line is, especially with something like a Facebook Live, people are going to see it after you've done it, you know, so you may get a group of people that are jumping on because they know you're going to be in your group at 11 o'clock on Tuesdays, but I can go into the group Thursday evening and I can see the post because it's still there, so, you know, it's not, it, just doing it is is the number one yeah and i think you know you're you're playing into the the you need to make sure again about where is that conversion coming in are you actually getting clients because if you're growing your business like for instance for me you know i could probably afford uh to have somebody uh do this grunt work for me that i hate doing that is stopping me from from being consistent right um I'm at a stage in my business where, well, my life really, like I, I keep things simple because I have young kids and I like to stay with, you know, I'm not trying to build this massive team. Um, but if you're making money, you can start to systemize, you can start to delegate, you can start to get help and those things get easier and easier to do. But if you're not making money, you can't do that stuff. So focusing on where's that conversion coming from, I think, you know, major recurring theme in this conversation. Are you a small business owner wondering about your next step for growth and success? What if you had your own dynamic group of professional peers, a group that supports your business with fresh new ideas, beneficial training, accountability, and more? Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy, is a professional peer advisory group dedicated to supporting fellow business owners. Learn about processes and strategies that will get you more time and money. When I first joined the Mega Group, I was struggling in a business that wasn't right for me. Now, I own a local business where I live out my passion every day. Last year, the revenue of my business tripled and we are on track to hit even bigger goals this year. The accountability and feedback of the Mega Group have been invaluable. The Mega Group can help you focus on the right things and start building momentum. Join the Mega Group today at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Ready to go shopping? Sure. Just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better. And with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. 
I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. Talking about simple, what do you use? You don't need to have a lot of really fancy bells and whistles and tools to get these conversions either. We use a spreadsheet. So, so yeah, so I, I actually try on purpose to keep things really simple so that my clients working with me don't feel intimidated. Um, like, oh, oh my goodness, Craig, so polished. How am I ever going to get there? So for instance, I use Google Docs for my spreadsheets when I share with people. It's a free service, right? Mm-hmm. I use uh, for my CRM a, a program called 17 Hats. Um, it's really, uh, you know, not the most advanced thing in the world, but it's really useful, really handy, and not super expensive. And then like most of the stuff I use um, for like key tools that I need, Facebook, LinkedIn, and my Google Calendar. Like those are the things that I need. Everyone's got access to that. Mm-hmm. So you can build a multi six-figure business using Google Documents and Google tools like your email and your, and your calendar, and then Facebook and LinkedIn's native free tools. I love it. I love it. That's what it's all about is getting the most we can get out of as little as we have to pay for it when you're starting out and just really looking for those first few sales. So, that- so and I think, you know, let me interject there too, because I think mm-hmm. there's a difference between um, kind of this idea of duct tape marketing. Like I'm going to like just kind of take all these different solutions and duct tape them in because I'm cheap mm-hmm. and um, keeping things simple so that you can use just powerful tools that are available to you. Like if you need certain tools, don't skimp out on it. Like you got to invest in your business to grow it, but things aren't as complicated as you think that they typically are. Right. So I don't know if that sentence made sense. Things aren't as complicated as we typically think they are. I think that's the right way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, (laughs) keep it simple and the tools are there for you. Absolutely. I love it. Um, One of the things that we've mentioned during this conversation is pricing and packaging of your services. And you touched a little bit on that a few minutes ago, but let's go back to it for a second. And, you know, I know a lot of times, me included again, when we first started talking and I was saying, oh yeah, I charge, and you know, you said, well, you need to charge like 10 times that much or something like that. How do you figure out, okay, these are the things that are being offered in my business. How do I package those? And how do I price them so that it's still a reasonable thing for my clients, but that it's going to be valuable to me as well? Man, so this conversation has so many different like contributing factors. So first off, so and there's no way we could talk about all of it. Um, so let me let me give you some some guidelines. So first of all, when you're talking about growing your business quickly, which is what I'm all about, there's three levers for you to look at. First is your your package and your pricing. Obviously, if you double your your rates, you're going to double your income, right? 
the second is your marketing. You increase the number of leads you get, you're gonna increase the number of sales you get. And then the third is your actual sales process. If you land three out of 10 clients and you increase that to six out of 10, or you land three out of every 10 phone calls and you increase that to six out of every 10 you land a client, then you just doubled your income without, without changing anything else about your business. So those are the three levers that um, I focus on and I help people kind of manipulate and, and, and improve. But when we're talking about pricing, uh, the ideal way to price is what's called value-based pricing. Now, this is gonna, when you embrace value-based pricing, it's a call to raise your game. You've gotta start tracking and connecting your service to results that you provide for your clients. So um, it causes you as the business owner to like really evaluate. You know, I've been talking this whole time about are your marketing tactics actually getting results? Well, here's a challenge for you. Is your service actually getting a result? Most people don't know, right? Or they think so, or they feel good about it, but you're losing clients. You can't retain clients when you're not 100% focused on this is what I do, and here's the proof of how I got it, right? So you gotta raise your game there. But value-based pricing is basically, they ex you charge not for the hours you spend or the time you spend or the effort you spend, you charge based on the change or value that the client experiences. So let's say that um, you, know, you do something and they make $100,000, okay? If you made $100,000, it'd be reasonable for me to say, this costs $10,000, right? That's 10% of what you make. What if you found out it only took me an hour? I do something for an hour, you make $100,000. Do you care that it took me an hour? Probably not, right? Because the deal is you're going to experience this sort of result and I'm going to charge you $10,000. So, um, so that's value-based pricing and that's, you know, really simplistic uh, viewpoint of it. But that's, that's the ideal. Now, it takes people some time to make that transition. It's tough at first, especially if you haven't been tracking results. So the way, if you've never done this before, the way, or if you haven't been tracking your results, the way that I uh, say, hey, this is the first way to set your prices, is look at, it's just basically your goal divided by your capacity, okay? So how much money do you wanna make? Let's say it's $100,000, okay. And then for easy math's sake, let's say that you can take on 10 clients. Great, $100,000 divided by your capacity of 10 is $10,000 per client. Okay, so now you're like, okay, I got to charge $10,000 per client. Let's look at my package. Is it worth that? What do I need to include in order for it to be worth that? Am I getting a result that people would pay in order to get that? You don't need to worry about your competition. You don't need to worry about anything else. You just need to worry about what is the result you're helping your client get and will they pay $10,000 to get that result? And that's how you start setting your first by the way, $10,000, maybe, uh, you know, depending on the person listening, that may sound really intimidating. Hey, you could do the same activity with like a $5,000 package. Uh, you know, for me, the bare minimum, what is a premium package? Where is like the bare minimum everyone should be shooting for $3,000 per client? That should be your minimum. But uh, most people can probably charge somewhere between $3,000 and $20,000 for their services. That sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Fingers crossed. I know I'm going to get there. <laughs> You're doing it. You're on your way. I'm on my way. Um, okay. Let's talk about one final thing that seems to go flow into where we're, where we're talking. And that is when we actually start to get on these calls, 
with someone and we're talking with them and we're telling them about our program. How do we do that so we don't sound salesy? You know, nobody wants to be sold. So, uh, well, that's really funny. No one wants to be sold, but everyone wants to buy. You know, that's the, uh, that's the kind of philosophy you got to maintain here. And um, sales is pushy and salesy and slimy and sleazy when you are concerned with yourself. When you are trying to manipulate an outcome, that's when it doesn't feel good. So what you have to do is take the approach to all of your sales calls as you are merely a guide helping this person make the best decision. You're empowering them to make the best decision for their business. And sometimes that's to hire you and sometimes it's not to hire you, right? And if you are okay with that outcome and you can show up to every call and be like, hey, I'm here to help you. And you know, you've also got to mix that with a healthy dose of confidence. Know that 90% of the people that get on the phone with you, um, they need your services. That's why they're on the phone with you. You know, so mix that with a healthy dose of confidence. You're going to end up getting, you're going to end up getting um, clients. And so your job is not to show up and try and sell them. Your job is to show up and ask questions, be curious, find out what they're working on, why they're working on it, why they want that, and then show them the pathway to getting it through your package or your program. And if you do that, you can, you know, metaphorically, you know, if you view sales as like this adversarial, you're sitting on opposite sides of the table. When you take this approach, it's like you standing up, walking to the other side of the table, sitting down with them and saying, what's the best thing for you? And uh, nine times out of 10, it confidently you can say, this package, this program is the best move. Do you want to do it? And uh, suddenly it turns from this sleazy, slimy activity to a really fun, really empowering, really, really uh, service oriented activity. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can tell you a story about, um, one time when I was sold to that, I tell everybody about, and you know, and it's just uh, a way to definitely not do something. And this, I had was talking to this woman about the program that she offered, and um, she was just way, way higher. And if if I can't afford something, I am open and I'm honest, and I say, hey, you know, I love what you're doing. Down the road, let's you know, consider this again. But at this point in time, I simply do not have any way of getting it, you know? And, but she says, well, if that's the case, then this is like your business is your baby and your baby needs to have a liver transplant. And I know that if you were trying to find the money for a liver transplant, you would find it, <laughs> you know? And I'm going, well, probably not. <laughs> if I don't have insurance, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, so, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's kind of a crazy story, but it, I think it leads into what you're talking about in yeah. that, you know, I, I'm going to run in the opposite direction when somebody says something <laughs> like that to me. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a funny, it's a funny thing uh, because, okay, so first, first part is I have found that if I, you know, I try not to pressure anyone, but I'm not perfect. In the past, I have pressured people. And I have found that those people that get pressured into it are the worst clients. They're, they're never committed. They're never doing the work because they never really wanted in in the first place. 
And so, you know, that's thing number one. It's like, why are you going to pressure somebody in? I'm not looking for clients. I'm looking for success stories. So I'm going to be picky with who I let into my program because I don't want just anyone. So if you don't want it, guess what? I don't want you. You're not getting an offer, right? Um, number two there, though, is what's really interesting about that experience. So she, that, that person used a really uh, kind of, in my opinion, I'm not judging them. I don't know them, but uh, sleazy approach to a legitimate problem. The legitimate problem is nine times out of 10, and I'm, I'm making these stats up, the nine times out of 10, right? Just, you know, full transparency. Uh, nine times out of 10, uh, the, and I know that scientifically, uh, <laughs> money issues are not really money issues. Like I, so for you in that instance, it was a money issue, right? But nine times out of 10, somebody says to me, Craig, I can't afford this. I know that what really is happening is they're not sold on, they don't want to buy that they're, they're fearful or I didn't explain it well enough or we didn't really connect to what they wanted. And so like the proper way to handle that sort of objection is not to apply pressure, but it's to get curious and ask questions. Okay. Cause, cause what you want to do is empower the person to make the best decision, right? And this is just good sales tactics. <laughs> you want to say, okay, you don't have the money to buy it. That's cool. Uh, is this the right thing for you though? Like, do you, is this the right move for you? If they say yes, then you can say, okay, so you just told me this is the right move. You want to do it. You need to do it, but you don't have the money. What are you going to do? Let them solve their own problem. Like, I don't need to solve it for them. I don't need to apply pressure. Let them solve their own problem. And lots of times they'll say, Hey, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. Or I need some time. Or can we do a payment program or, and they will come to me with the solution and I can say yes or no. I'm empowered to say, sure, let's do that. Or no, I don't want to do that. Take some time. Come back later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know, just the thought of, well, if it was your kid and you had to, you yeah, know, <laughs> that's nightmare. Manipulative. Jeez. <laughs> Well, we are actually running out of time. What oh, have we not talked about that you want to share with everyone? Oh, man, there's, so, there's probably so much, but nothing really comes to mind off the top of my head. But on, I guess the final words summary would be, you know, keep things simple. Focus on one target market, one premium package. Use a really simple marketing approach that you do consistently and drive sales calls. And that's how you're going to get success. That's how you build a multiple six figure business by yourself without like ads or funnels or a team of people. Like that's how you can grow a successful business. It really is that easy. It just, it takes focus and it takes some discipline and, and uh, some learning and, but you can do it. That sounds good to me. People that are listening, I know there's going to be some out there that say, I want to talk to Craig. I want to find out what it is he's actually offering. How do they do that? So you can check out my website, Brightworks PR. That's PR like public relations because I started out as a public relations firm uh, and I've transitioned to this. So Brightworks PR is uh, the website, but actually the best place to reach me, let's just be friends on Facebook. So search me Craig, C-R-A-I-G, Severinsen, S-E-V-E-R-I-N-S-E-N. And uh, I do tons of content. We can have a nice conversation. Now, here's the funny thing is I just told everybody, hey, you know, I get clients by having conversations on Facebook. So now you're thinking, Craig, I don't want to talk to you because you're going to like try to sell to me. Hey, that's not the way I work. Okay, so 
come and just have a good conversation. If it's a good fit, if you want to explore it, we'll talk about the program. If not, I will be your friend and we'll have a good relationship and that's okay. And I highly recommend y'all connect with him. He's a great person to know. And again, thank you today for being on the show and giving us such wonderful information. And guys, you should know by now, unless you're new to us, that these wonderful tidbits and, and tips and strategies are shared with business owners, successful business owners, every week, Thursday at 5 p.m. on flyingpigs.podbean.com. And, you know, if you liked this, let us know in the comments, download, share with people you think could get some benefit from these wonderful words of wisdom. And until next time, like I always say, get out there, be productive, and soar higher. Until next time, y'all, we'll talk soon. Bye-bye. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Don't